0: You concur? I concur. Doctor doctor, doctor? 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 Over? Under? Captain Under? Captain done. I just want you to know, we're all counting on you. Have you what? ever
1: watched Gladiator movies, Timmy? Hi, welcome to
0: Not-So-Southern Gentlemen. I am so excited this week because I was right! Oh, I'm right. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. See, <laughs> I, I thought you wasn't going to mention it. You played it off. You played it off very well, sir. Like, oh, no, man. I, I'm not going to tell everybody I was right. No. You put. I'll give you that. You played that hand very well, sir. No, I brought it up Sean. because of you. <laughs> and I'm Sean. W- welcome to the episode where Ricky was right. Ricky
1: is not right. Ah. Okay. Okay. Before we get started, let's get started properly. Uh, This week, a story broke that Fox and Disney have been moving some stuff around behind the scenes, which I have been talking about and proposing, but that doesn't mean I am correct yet. There are conflicting sources saying there are talks, there aren't talks, talks are still occurring. The story broke, first of all, that Disney and Fox had a deal on the table. And then a couple days later, or a day and a half later, uh, they said there was there was the deal. The talks had broken down; that nothing had occurred. But another story, a couple days later, came out. Said based on uh, the aforementioned report, CNBC's David F- Faber says that the pencils aren't down on the buyout. Faber, who broke the news about the deal earlier in the week, quoted was quoted as saying that neither corporation seems to have abandoned the idea, despite. Not having met to discuss anything concrete, nevertheless, stocks of both companies have risen uh, because of this news. Now, I'm not going to lay out the conspiracy, but this makes a lot of sense to me and gets me excited. Sean, y- you have to take over.
0: <laughs> I, I know, I know, dude. I uh, I was so excited when i seen this i was like my god this man was right uh, all those weeks i made you play the x files music and everything with your conspiracy theory and it turns out to be at least somewhat correct at this point i i honestly believe this is one of those where you know disney is gonna say i want this and fox is gonna smile and lean back in the chair and be like Oh, yeah. You're ready to write that big check? I think they'll pay. I think they'll pay up. And both sides will definitely love this deal when it happens. I think it will happen now that it has come out to public.
1: Well, let's let's talk about what we actually want out of this deal. Now, all, all I want is I want Fantastic Four, Galactus non Mental. x non x men no 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 uh, that's that's all spider-man stuff is sony um all non x men stuff back with marvel i'm i'm kind of okay with fox having x men now i know those really? aren't the best movies in the world and i know that precludes the ever having x men versus avengers i understand that but i kind of want to see what they do with another Deadpool. I kinda wanna see Fox's new mutants in a in a in a different direction. I I want this to play out. And okay. I, I I don't want an interruption of service. I'm a little invested in Fox at the moment.
0: Now I know that may be What about I mean, does it have to be one hundred percent I understand with the Fantastic Four, Fox is gonna be like, okay, uh we kinda dropped the ball on this a couple of times. Would you like to fix that and fix that up? But with the X-Men, can't, can't they just pull one of those friendly handshakes? Hey, thanks for letting the Avengers meet the X-Men type thing. I mean, where you have their actors, they have your actors, everything's good. Well, I mean, in my own headcanon, it would be a
1: lot easier to, if they if they made the deal and just gave everything back, that they reboot everything, that they have new actors cast, they get their new Wolverine going. They've got, you know, tying the two existing universes together at this point would be very clunky and forced. Um, and that's that's not what I want. I want the current stuff to play out. Which I mean, they still could do that. I mean, New Mutants is coming out next year. Uh, the third uh, New X Men movie is coming out. Deadpool's coming out. They could finish all that out. And then go okay, 2020, 2021. We're we're back in. We're we're in. The, we got skin in the game. We're rebooting new new everything. It's phase five for Marvel X Men. Whatever. All that's all that's fine. Uh, I, I'm mm-hmm. in for that. I just I kind of have a hankering to to see where Fox
0: goes with the X Men. I, I understand. I totally understand. They have a lot invested in the X Men. I'm sure that's the holdup. I'm. I would think that they would have no problem at all going, oh, uh, Fantastic Four, yeah, yeah, you can have that. We, uh, we, we don't really have much invested in there, considering we have two flops, but the X-Men is, I bet, something that would stay. I, I could definitely see your point there where they're like, look, man, take this one that we bombed on, but, but let us keep something that we've had semi-success with and actually have a future for, which is the mutants. Totally understand that. But if, if that became something where the Fantastic Four were over, and let's say in the next like month we said, okay, Fantastic Four are definitely part of the Marvel Universe, what future do you see that having? Does that change anything we get to see before Phase 4 right now?
1: Um, like I've said, it could be the possibility of when Infinity War ends, Thanos turns around and he has to face Galactus, and that's, you know, that's the end of that, you know, movie, and then we're rolling into Fox, or uh, Marvel. The untitled, yeah, untitled fourth, right. Marvel's, you know, starts starts, you know, Fantastic Four, and they're already, like, I was talking to a guy today about this, and they could easily say... And the Fantastic Four went into space, because they're doing the Miss Marvel, the Captain Marvel movie in the 90s. Nick Fury has both eyes. Fantastic Four could have went into space with her. Um, and that's where she's been this whole time, is fighting the Kree-Skrull War. They could also, instead of crashing back to Earth, they could have went to space. And they could be in space. And the Fantastic Four movie that comes out in Phase 4... Could be about them returning to Earth, and they have a little backstory. But they're already the heroes; they already have their powers. They're already the team they are. Hey, hit the ground running! Uh, it, yeah. it works. That they've proved it works, and I I would absolutely be smiling from ear to ear from now until the day that movie comes out. If, if they announce today. Oh,
0: that would be incredible! I would definitely be down, and, and I I definitely. Is there anything else? Let, let's say fox kept the Mm x-men what else besides fantastic four does fox have that could make its way over or is it just x-men and fantastic four or are there i'm not sure that's all known but it's
1: it's like everything that's owned or falls under the umbrella of Fantastic Four, like you need your Fantastic Four to get Doctor Doom. You need Fantastic Four to get the Super Scroll, which they've already announced they have the Super Scroll. You know, those those characters that we just don't know. Like, they had to negotiate with them for ego. They had to, maybe for Ronan. I don't know, because Ronan, they said they had Ronan, but Ronan appeared in Fantastic Four first. I'm not sure. And, and nobody really knows the technical details, except for the people behind the scenes, but that whole umbrella of characters that come with that, I think Marvel could just take advantage of, whereas Fox doesn't know what to
0: do. I'm excited. that That's all super exciting stuff. like like,, oh, just so many opportunities for new characters. Like like I was telling you earlier, you know, my wife and I, we just watched Spider-Man homecoming again today. Second time around, in my house, sitting around watching it more comfortable. You know, I, I enjoyed the theater setting, but I feel once you're watching something at home, you you see so many more details, stuff you didn't catch the first time. It's so good. It's so, so good. It, well, it's, it, a,
1: it's a Marvel movie. I mean, it's absolutely a Marvel movie, but it has a Sony sticker
0: on it. Mm-hmm. And I just friggin' loved it. I I, I mean, Michelle loved it. She was like, this is a good movie. I was like, yeah. She goes... Is this the way Spider-Man is in the comics? I said, yeah. Way, way more so. This is like a Spider-Man comic than any other, you know, uh, rendition we've had of Spider-Man previously. I would say, I, I loved, loved the scene. Rewatching it, where he is chasing the truck through the neighborhood, it, it's so awesome. Where he's just like, oh, no buildings around, and he's having to run and jump off of cars and trash cans and roofs and stuff trying to make it down such a good scene. Well I since loved you, it.
1: since you brought it up, let me let me ask you this question. Now I was I was reading about this the other day and you just reminded me of it. How do you feel about now Spider-Man has been a certain way for a very long time. I mean we know he's been a teenager since the 1960s, whatever. But Iron Man as a mentor or father figure is very very recent i mean this happened it, it basically in civil war the the comic series is is whenever this started occurring but it was portrayed very you know on the nose in in homecoming um mm-hmm. did that did, did you miss anything like would you have preferred no. the j jonah jameson dynamic or would you no, have, no. or or no. do you think this is the best
0: version i I think this is the best version i love the fact that it's tony and peter because you you i don't figure i don't see it as just a father figure thing it's not just that you know peter needs an adult male to look up to and to you know pattern his life after it's not just that
1: Right, right, and and he's he had that with Uncle Ben. I mean, that right. But I mean, a mentor is what what I was meaning more than that. I, I
0: think intellectually he gets it. You know, mm-hmm. he understands. I, I think Tony understands Peter's intelligence. You know, the the fact that P- Peter deals with lots of people throughout the day that don't understand why he acts the way he does, doesn't understand why he says the things he does, why he's so awkward, because he is way more intelligent than the average Joe Schmo walking down the street that he deals with. And Tony is a comparable foe, and therefore somebody to look up to, you know? Right. And I cannot wait to see him, you know, you get to see Peter Parker, Bruce Banner, Tony Stark, all all on the same screen. Star-Lord. Star-Lord, I mean, just just seeing all these different personalities and different people that Spider-Man's going to get to interact with, that's what's really cool to me is not just the fact that, you know, it, it's cool to see Captain America and Iron Man together, you know. It, it's cool to see Vision and the whole Avengers team all together, but for me to see Spider-Man do all these things, who is my favorite guy, I I just love it. I, I'm gonna, you know, gonna that, eat this up, dude. That kind
1: of reminds me. There was a time when I was collecting comics that I was very upset that Spider Man was not an Avenger, and I, I I could tell you what time it was. It was right before uh, there was an Avengers run, and it involved um, Nebula actually, where Spider Man was trapped in a certain instance because he was at Avengers Mansion when it happened. And he he wasn't a member of the Avengers, but he was helping the Avengers. I'm like, what, they're all in. Why is Spider-Man not a member of the Avengers? I didn't understand that. And I was so happy that they had this six or seven issue run where Spider-Man was there with Captain America and, you know, all, Iron Man and them fighting uh, Nebula. Um, but speaking of epic team ups, let me ask you this oh. question. What do you think of Transformers GI Joe and He-Man getting along together?
0: I think that sounds pretty good. Um, I, I I'm excited for this, man. Do you do you think is this a for sure thing the Hasbro and Mattel? Well, it, it, how, they they, how they made it are we Well, they made an offer. Sure. Now, okay. uh,
1: that's that could be turned down, that could be looked at forever, who knows, but Hasbro has offered to buy Mattel. Which, this is not the first time this story has come up. Several years ago, this this was also a story that that didn't pan out. But, uh, you know, in today's environment, uh, Hasbro holds the lion's share of, of, of toy market. I mean, Maddie... Collector has a huge He-Man following and does well. I mean, they're still putting out new figures for that every day. They've partnered with Super Seven and they're still doing new new He-Man stuff that hasn't ever been seen before. You know, uh, Barbie is still one of the largest uh, toy lines uh, for girls in the world. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a juggernaut. If you put, uh, I mean, Hasbro has already bought Kenner, so Star Wars (laughs) is under that umbrella, which was huge at the time that it happened and man i think this will shake the toy industry if the, if this happens so, i mean so, and it, it might be looking at some government regulation because that that, that would be a huge monopoly
0: that's what i was going to ask you i was like so uh well, what happens with the monopoly i mean if if this occurs who's second place well that's somebody a very good question pretty far, <laughs> pretty, somebody pretty far down the food chain Instantly jumps to second place, and I don't think there's uh, uh, even, you know, a five or six times difference between first and second. It's going to be huge the amount of space between first place and second place if this marriage occurs.
1: Yeah, it would be be like in comics. You got Marvel, you got DC, and then you got whoever the hell is picking up the scraps.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh... you're, you're you're talking about the joining of Marvel and DC, and then. How far back are you, image? <laughs> hmm Pretty far, far down
1: there. Yeah, but I, I oh. think we'd be remiss not to bring this up and the impact it could have on on collectors especially. Um, you know, Maddie Collector is a huge, huge deal to to He Man. I mean, they are they are keeping the love alive for He Man. And right. if Hasbro doesn't like that model or, you know, wants to do stuff differently or say, Hey, we need to change everything. A swath of people could be left out in the cold by that, and uh, I don't want to preach gloom and doom. You know that's a that's a bad scenario, but um, I, I feel good about it. I mean, Hasbro has done several things. I mean, they've they could have easily made every single toy in the world the movie stuff because that the movie is what's generating money. Uh, you know, since since the live action movies have occurred, and I've talked about this before, uh, Hasbro's actually shown the numbers of how the movies spike their their profits like crazy. But then they don't just invest in movie toys. They, they reinvest in G1 collectors and and, and uh, uh, innovating in the, the science of transforming toys and all that kind of stuff. And I, I'm really happy with what Hasbro has done and the smart moves they made with the money. And this could be very good for getting a new He-Man movie out. And, you know, Barbie is not my thing by any sort of, any sort of standard, but, you know, uh, Barbie getting out there and being popular and, and, and making money for the company, hey, I want my Transformers, them making money, absolutely justifies that. So, I say good for them.
0: That'd be awesome. I, I'm definitely interested to see how this plays out, not just between the two companies, but between that and government regulations. Yeah, that that's the part that'll be like, I keep an eye on this. This could be interesting. And
1: let's let's swing all the way back to our our first story with the uh, Disney Fox. Now, Disney is not looking at buying the Fox name. They are looking at buying Fox Entertainment, which would be the movie the- studio. And, yeah, 21st and TV. century Fox. Yeah, not not uh, not Fox Sports, not no. Fox News. You know, Disney has owns ABC. You know, mm-hmm. sports and news and ESPN. So that that would definitely put them under government restrictions on on what they're doing. They are just looking at the entertainment side of Fox, um, which uh, the numbers uh, Fox News and Fox Sports are huge numbers juggernauts. Right, uh, And I think if they invested in what they do well, quote-unquote well, on that side of it, and let the entertainment stuff go, I, I think it's a win-win for everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, one more thing, just to keep the Disney ball rolling. Uh, we had discussed before, and I just wanted to put it out there, that they had said that this Disney streaming app that we're going to get will be significantly... Cheaper than Netflix.
1: Which? What's your top end on Netflix? Eleven ninety nine is what I pay for I, full streaming.
0: Yeah, um, is it eleven ninety nine? I I honestly okay. Uh, do you remember when it went from the two disc to two disc and streaming, and then they kind of dropped the disc off, and you could just have the HD streaming, mm-hmm. and it was like five ninety nine. I haven't touched my account since then and I believe so since I didn't touch it I got a couple of grandfather in discounts and mine is only like ten ninety nine a month I think. Well maybe get, maybe
1: that's what mine
0: is and I've just missed it. it uh, it's but... full HD screaming on up to four screens is mm-hmm. what I have. But but the fact is it's still ten ninety nine. So depending on your definition of significant 599
1: I, uh, 699 is what I what I think
0: yeah I think 599 or 699 for a Disney streaming app that that blows me away that is definitely affordable that's definitely doable for the content I believe but I would I would get dude I, I'm serious this could be this this will be in my watching on my all my all my streaming devices if it is. Yeah, but but think about at. that.
1: I mean, th- think about what you're talking about here. You're talking about Disney. You're talking about scale of economy. Um, if Disney puts an app out that they can stream everything that Disney does m- from Mickey Mouse to, to uh, Avengers to Star Wars to all that, every single household in the United States will pay for that. They will immediately... Double or triple their profits,
0: <laughs> just by turning this thing on. Oh, I know. But you think about that. By making it five ninety nine, if we're going to use that fake number, if we're saying something like six bucks a month, yeah, you're right. There, there are people that don't have Netflix because, well, we just, you know, there's a lot of people on a budget. Trust me, I'm one of those people. But six dollars is is a mcdonald's meal you know oh so i skip a mcdonald's meal a month and i get all of disney's content absolutely absolutely yeah well i mean the same thing the same thing could be argued
1: with netflix i mean that's why netflix is such a juggernaut because it's 10 bucks a month who doesn't have you know 10 bucks a month i could not get you know a soda every week and pay for my Netflix, and I get all these movies and this Marvel stuff and this content and this, you know, documentaries and whatever. You could make the same argument for ten dollars or six dollars. It's right. right in that sweet spot.
0: It, I believe the uh, the thing that will sell, like, like you mentioned, is the fact that it is Disney. You know, it the fact that people will pay you know six or seven bucks a month for Disney. Just because it's Disney. They're going to feel like they're getting a steal as it is. Because, you know, Disney is up there with, I, I would say, you know, if you're talking quality of service, quality of the movie you are getting to watch. There, There's a lot of crap on Netflix. There's a lot of crap on Netflix that I don't want to watch. But if you, pay, like you, you have the HBO streaming app. That's what, $15? No, I dropped it. But, 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 but yeah yeah uh yeah it was like 15 dollars so, a month so so 15 dollars a month therefore you know by fifteen dollars a month the quality of content that you receive to have something with the name disney on it for something cheaper than 10 bucks i i feel it, it's kind of like when you're walking by the clearance aisle in walmart and you see something that you don't really need but it's got a sony sticker on it or something and you're like how did this Sony product get on clearance? I I don't really need it, but I need to buy it because it's this high quality product and it's on clearance. The fact that you're getting a Disney product for less than 10 bucks with all that content, people will absolutely jump on that for that sheer fact alone.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, but speaking of Disney, uh, Marvel agents of shield new promo came out, uh, for season five it's it's uh, lost
0: in space and I love it I'll say this you you told me it was on here and I was like you know I, I blew it off because I don't watch agents of shield and then then you you conned me into clicking on the at, or the link and let me say that looked fun that that promo trailer looks like something that would be like man I I need to watch the last couple of seasons so I know kind of what the heck's going on but this looks like a storyline that looks really fun. The fact that it's not on Earth looks totally amazing.
1: Yeah, and while you're there, um, I would recommend... You could skip the first three seasons. Uh, some people will yell at me for saying that, but season four, really fun. Ghost Rider and, and the uh, uh, the Darkhold and what they did there with uh, 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 the... What was her name? The goofy thing that the doctor made, the the life model decoy storyline, pretty fun. Uh, last season was the most fun Agents of Shield has been, and very watchable. Um, you know, with my bias of Ghost Rider included, this this looks also very fun. There was a character that looks a lot like Star-Lord flying around. They are at least as far out as our asteroid belt, possibly out of our galaxy. There are Cree uh, aliens that show up in the promo. Uh, there's some alien alien looking aliens dog thing alien <laughs> they're running away from. Uh, uh, Mac makes a very on the nose joke. <laughs> and, yes. uh, Gosh, I am so excited for Agents of Shield. I absolutely love that show. I mean, I know a lot of people d- don't don't like it that much because of you know the whole Coulson thing and, and and the way the first two seasons were. But I would definitely give this. I would recommend giving it a second chance, uh, especially starting at season four. Um, and I've seen a lot of rumors that this is going to relate to Captain Marvel, actually. Uh, because the Captain Marvel movie, of course, takes place in the 90s. Uh, she comes from Earth. Uh, Nick Fury's going to be there. Uh, it's going to involve the kree Scroll War. Uh, the Kree are the bad guys. I mean, the Scrolls are the bad guys. We already have Kree. I think that Captain Marvel's been in space since the 90s fighting in the kree Scroll War. That's
0: that, awesome. That
1: makes complete sense of why she has not been on Earth. To help the Avengers to do any of this stuff, and plus on top of that, you could use time dilation to explain why she's the same age. So
0: <laughs> you you've got it all figured out, man. And Something. and I'm, I have to I have to quit doubting you until you're proven wrong. So I'll just say that that sounds really cool and wait for it to happen. Oh, but dude, you were talking about uh second chances. Now chances are usually given. When, when you either screw up or you do something really, really good. Now, none of us have watched The Last Jedi yet, but I'm thinking it must be really, really good. Because Ryan Johnson has been given his own chance to do his own Star Wars trilogy. Uh, it definitely is
1: something to look at. i mean if if he did so well on this movie that they're go hey that they went, hey, we want you to come back and help us do our next trilogy after this one ends. Uh, uh, it makes me more excited to see last Jedi definitely, plus we know this guy. I mean looper right good I movie mean, it was a, it was an absolutely great movie. Uh, going off just that, I'd watch Last Jedi, and if this movie looks as good as the trailer made it look, I'm in. I mean, I want I want to see. I know we're getting more Star Wars till till I die. I I know it's coming, but uh, to know it's in some pretty good hands is, is reassuring.
0: I I think I'd like to see Knights of the Old Republic, dude. So you say they go way back? Uh, yeah, let's go way back, man. Let's go way back. Did, did you ever get a chance to play any of the Knights of the Old Republic games?
1: I did a little. Um, our friend of ours, Matt, gave me a copy of it, and I did play just a little into it, and it, it was pretty cool. Um, I've never been one for the extended universe. Now, I did really love Shadows of the Empire. I know that's mm-hmm. a very touchy subject with some people. Uh, I was talking about Dash Rendar the other day and the Outrider, but... That, that's about as far as I went. I mean, I knew about the Timothy Zahn uh, uh, trilogy after and, and the comics. I did read some of the Dark Empire stuff in the comics, but you know, I never chased you, after any of that.
0: You just brought up a really good point, man. I didn't even think about that. The Timothy Zahn trilogy, and we are getting uh, the guy that you were talking about, right? The Grand, the, Admiral, the... Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. Do you do you think that's something that uh I mean I, I know nothing about that. Well right it, now
1: right now he's in Rebels. Um now very okay. interestingly, uh Thrawn had a new book coming out came out that was in canon that they brought Timothy Zahn back to
0: write. Right. Do you do you think that is a trilogy that they uh would make a good story? They could definitely pull from it
1: I don't. I have not watched this last season of Rebels, so I don't know how well uh, Thrawn is done. But I've mm-hmm. I've heard everybody rave about uh, this season and in the last season. So uh, I just
0: need to get my eyeballs on it. That's cool. I'm down. I, I think I think this is very cool, and I'm happy for Ryan Johnson, and I hope he succeeds because, uh, like Marvel, I can't get enough. Star Wars. I there's always room for more. It's just like Jello, man.
1: Well, since you brought up the uh, Star Wars, str- I mean the uh, 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 Disney streaming, um, let's talk about this Star Wars proposed TV series coming to the streaming. Who? Okay. This was this was an idea. Whenever Lucas still owned Star Wars, he wanted mm-hmm. to do a Star Wars TV series, and that one uh, talked. They talked about time travel. Which that's never been any any I don't well I don't know all the extended lore, but I never heard anything about time travel in Star Wars, and I don't know that I actually care for it because that's just a that's just a different kind of thing. Now, not saying that anybody's talking about it now, just saying the last time we talked, TV series that came up. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Now, a live
0: action TV series in Star Wars. What would you like to envision for that? I don't know, man. It's really tough for me to envision something like that. It's because because you're going to have to create an all new crew to go on weekly adventures. You know, whether it be an anthology for one season and change up the next and change up the next, Wh- whatever series you have. I don't know. I-, I don't know enough about the extended universe to say well, there's not enough meat on that bone to make a whole other series, so they're going to have to create something all new, and it probably won't be canon or whatever. I, I don't know. I I want there to be a TV show. I think that would be awesome to see something. Like I just The words just came out of my mouth. I can't get enough Star Wars. But at the same time, I don't want to lose quality. I don't want to lose... You know these amazing stories that we've been told for all these years, and you really don't want Star Wars to have a black eye either. Where there are a lot of people that believe, you know, there, Star Wars already has its three black eyes, but there's a lot of people that love those movies.
1: Well, I don't think. I think if if Inhumans has proved anything, it's that somebody can go, oh yeah, there's the bad one, and move on. I mean, it does, I've watched three or four episodes of it. I know it's pretty bad, but guess what? It hasn't affected anything else I love of Marvel. Not saying that Star Wars on TV would do that to me, but, you know, they could take a shot in the gut. It's fine. It's Star Wars. If, if anybody can take something bad, like... <clears throat> the uh, Christmas special. Um, it, it's Star Wars. There are great stories out there to be told. And, and by the way, there, anything they do is going to be canon from now on. All the comics are canon. All the books are canon. That's that's what they do now. They're, everything they create is in-canon Star Wars stuff. They have a whole department. They don't do any off-canon off stuff. I personally would like to see something. Now, there was a game in development uh, a few years ago, and then they scrapped it whenever the the deal happened but there was a game that happened on Coruscant it was like level 46 or something like that i don't remember the name somebody can can look that up but the game looked amazing there was uh visuals out there from it and cutscenes from it and it was all about political intrigue and it was a star wars game mm-hmm. um but it looked great and you could even do stuff like that that's the thing star wars doesn't have to be a Star Wars movie. It can be your Captain America, Winter Soldier, seventy spy thriller. It can be a heist film like Rogue One. It, it it can do that, and you know, just as you can tell regular stories. What if you had? What if you did a Star Wars version of The Wire?
0: <laughs> yeah, like that oh would my. be amazing. <laughs> that, but, but ah. Don't, don't don't say stuff like that. That sounds <laughs> fun. That sounds like so much fun, but it sounds like something that would be fun for a season, and then people would get tired of it.
1: Well, that's fine. You could do exactly what you were talking about—the anthology—and and the next season do a a a Shield version of not not Shield like Marvel, but the Shield. You know, uh, with uh, yeah. Michael Chiklis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even though those are kind of related, but. Uh, like Stranger Things. Stranger Things started out as going to be an anthology series. Like season one was going to be it, yeah. but it was so popular they sh- they didn't shift gears. They're like, oh, hold on, let's let's stay this course, and they made it season two, and now they're making it season three. So it worked. Um, right. If it doesn't work very well, they can go. Oh, let's tell a different story then. Um, yeah. just like uh, uh, the new Star Trek show. That's, that's doing really well, that's streaming. I haven't watched any of it, but they've already announced they're going to stick with uh, this crew on Season 2. It was supposed to be a anthology show. So so you never know. They, they're at a point where they can get a feel for this stuff midstream and, and change or not change. So give I'm me down. Star Wars.
0: I'm down. Give, give me Star Wars. <laughs> so, something that I will be doing is uh, I, I, uh, I will be going to see Justice League. Next week. This is one that I I think I'm going to pick up the slack here. I'm going to go see it. Um, I'm going to do my best to catch my normal Sunday matinee that I normally do right before the podcast. And uh, we've been getting a few reviews, and the reactions are out there. The, The reviews are still embargoed, but they're allowed to give their
1: reactions, yes.
0: Right, right. The reactions, meh. It is, is that what we're going to go with? If if you had to sum up the reactions, you know, I've read a few here and there. Meh. It, well, the what I've read, it's, it's, it, it's basically... It's like meh plus.
1: Yeah, what I've read of all the reactions, I, I read like 10 or 20 of them. Um, it, it's, it feels like Suicide Squad did. I mean, characters are, are good and fun. You know, there are some standouts. Story is meh bad guy is meh, you know. It, yeah. it, and don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and hate on the movie I haven't seen. And I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I own it. I've seen it a, like two or three times. The movie yeah. is fun. If I'm in mood in the mood for a fun DC movie, I'll watch Suicide Squad. And if Justice League is that way, I'll be the same way. But I'm actually going to wait for the Melba on this one. I'm not going to see it first run. Um, you know, I... I'm going to play my money more smartly this time. Star Wars, absolutely, day one or, or day two if I can't yeah. get in. Justice League, unless you just come in and convince me to go that weekend,
0: it's going to be Melba for me. You, you know, you know that's, that's one thing. If I show up next week and I'm pumped and I'm excited, anybody that listens to this podcast any more than you know once or twice will know my feelings towards... My hesitancy to like this movie. I, I see so many small things that bother me in trailers. If I come in next Sunday and this has got me pumped, and I'm... <laughs> dude, you, you'll you'll know you can trust it. You'll You'll know you can trust it because I am that person that needs... I'm not... I don't want to say that. That sounds so horrible to say. I'm not going into it neutral. I'm going into it... Well, you're very... not. I mean, nobody is.
1: I mean, look at the movies we've we've seen from DC. Now, you absolutely love Man of Steel. I do you, love Man of Steel, man. The other movies, you kind of feel the same way I do. Um, but, it, just like anybody else does. I mean, nobody's going into these movies with, uh, purely objective. I mean, that's fine.
0: Oh, I, I am excited for it. I just... I... I... I hope I have good, positive things, and, and you know, I my review will will definitely try to be relatable to to people that love it and and not love it. You know that uh, that's not what I'm trying to get at. I'm saying you have to realize my point of view going in there that I am, I, I want to be honest that I am the hesitant lover of this movie. I'm I'm not going to come back and just fanboy out. Now, if I, ha- if I do come back and fanboy out, then holy crap, Joss has done it. You know, Joss has righted the ship and saved things. I- but I'm still pretty hesitant going in there next Sunday. It- it's- but I'm excited. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But let me tell you something I am excited for. With DC. Now, DC has never let me down that I've seen, and the stuff I've seen, on their animated side of stuff. And they are bringing out Batman Gotham by Gaslight. And I'm really excited to see this film. Now, this is an Elseworlds tale of Batman in Victorian age uh, Gotham City. And I've known about this book for a very long time, but I've never read it. But, I mean, I, I, I know the gist of the story. I mean, Batman's chasing down Jack the Ripper. And, ah, but the animation looks great. Uh, they put out a new trailer this week. Um, and, you know what I didn't realize? It's not Kevin Conroy. And I'm okay with this, because it's Bruce Greenwood. It's it's uh, Captain Pike from Star Trek. And he he voiced Bruce Wayne and Batman on Under the Red Hood. Never oh, even worse. noticed. I love that movie. Yeah, it's Under the right Red there Hood. on my
0: shelf. I love it. Yeah, Under the Red Hood is definitely one of my favorite uh, DC animation movies.
1: Yeah, and Bruce Greenwood does a great job as as Batman, Bruce Wayne. I mean, not saying anything bad about Kevin Conroy at all. Of course, uh, but uh, doesn't bother me. I, I'm going. I'm going to be happy to see this.
0: That sounds fun, man. I did not know about this, so I'll be looking forward to that as well.
1: Also, saw a new trailer for. Uh, the Guillermo del Toro movie, Shape, The Shape of Water, this week. And this is a change in gears between the last trailer I saw. This one got me really, really pumped for this movie. Um, it looked amazing. I don't know what they did story-wise on the trailer, but I was really excited to go watch this movie after watching this trailer. I, I recommend you go out and watch this. Sean, did you give
0: it a look? I did not give that a look. I'm so sorry. I I'm excited for it, and I I'll definitely check out this trailer because this this movie has me intrigued. I, I ain't gonna lie. the the fact that you know it it just sometimes Guillermo del Toro movies don't sit that great on me, but like you said, the trailer for this one, the first one I saw, definitely looked like something I would like to watch. And the fact that you're excited about the second one, I'll I'll definitely be checking it out as soon as the podcast is over. And uh, maybe I'll have a few words to say next week. Nice. Um, Thor Ragnarok is
1: still barreling out the gates. $650 as of today worldwide.
0: Yes. Thor is... ah, I loved it. I loved it. I I wish I could watch that today. I wish I could find a... Where where I wish there was a way that once you bought a movie ticket you could watch that movie like you could go home and be like, and now you can watch it with your family.
1: <laughs> Those days are coming, but we're not there yet. Um man, uh just I keep thinking of the the the, the play that's going on and just laughing my butt off. I Hello. love that play. Hello, I'm Korg. We're starting a revolution. Wanna get on the ship? Come. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's the best. But but I thought you were talking about the play. I, I was. I was. I oh, just switched
1: oh. to Korg real quick because uh, he you is you also very to... funny. Uh, yes. Taika Watiti uh, I I thought it was very weird. Like he put himself in the movie. That's kind of odd. No, nope, it's perfectly fine. Love the guy.
0: <laughs> Korg was yeah, Korg,
1: Korg stole the stole the scenes he was in. So good for that guy. Oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. That, that's a that's a Funko Pop I need. I need to make sure I find a cord.
1: I know. I'm cool. It, ne- it needs that voice clip in it.
0: Oh, that would be awesome.
1: Um, Sean, I wanted to ask a question. What in the heck is up with every character in a movie getting movie posters these days? Character posters for movies. Does that do anything for you? Does that make you want
0: to see the movie more? Here, Here's the deal, dude. Okay, you're. I, I know where you're going with this. You want like we used to talk about like we've talked about multiple times on this show. We've talked about good poster art, good cover art. How but, that changes a movie and actually brings people in because of the awesome cover art.
1: Well, the, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's so, not what so, I was getting so, at though, right, but right, I mean but,
0: but your question is why are there so many different cover posters for different characters? That's your question. The answer is it's because it's easy. Well, <laughs> that's that is the easy answer yeah, I guess it is easy. It, it's super simple uh, with with computers today and the way different artists you know you you go and five you honestly with with the quality on some of these posters you could go find five people that are really good at doing Instagram pictures and hire them to do your photos for your posters and they will look just as good. Yeah, I guess so. It's cheap, it's easy, and I'm going to like... Oh, sweet. Check out the new uh, Infinity War poster with Iron Man. He's my favorite. And you're over there going, yeah, but check out this one I got on my wall. That's Captain America, because he's my favorite. Both of those took somebody 20 minutes, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Photoshop jockey.
1: Um, Yeah, it's just uh, just weird to me. I mean, I don't know what marketing purpose it's serving i mean like thor ragnarok had like 18 character posters uh the ones for the black panther movie just dropped and don't get me wrong i I like seeing the costumes seeing the characters but i mean it's not selling me on anything i'm it's not i mean even movies so even movies that like i'm not going to go watch i mean of course i'm going to watch the movies i'm going to watch so i don't need media telling me to come watch Mm -hmm. the movie but like movies that I don't know about watching, like Shape of Water, you know, trailer works for me. Now I'm excited about it. did not have a bunch of character
0: posters. That's because that's because it, it it already knows it's a niche film. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, it's it's stuff like the Avengers, and when you when you see stuff like the Avengers, like the Justice League, which has a bazillion different posters, they're not going for us. Me and you are not me and you aren't even on their radar. They already know we are going to put butts in those seats. That's the ones they've already counted. The, these posters are getting the walker bys the people that are, hey, kids, let's go see a movie. There are still those families that say, let's go see a movie and have no idea what movie they're going to see till they walk up to the theater and they walk down the sidewalk and they see the seven to nine posters that are there and the first little kid walking with his dad goes, check it out, dad, Superman. They're going to see the Superman movie. Oh, check it out, there's Flash. We're going to see the Flash movie. It's those families that make that last second choice. Those posters are... The the snacks in the grocery line, they are there to make you go, yeah, this one, I'll, I'll get this Snickers right here, because it's right there at the grocery line. That's what those posters are for.
1: Yeah, whatever. I guess I'm old man, get off my lawn, kind of. <laughs> uh, but one more thing on news. We got our first shot of Samuel Jackson as Mr. Glass from the Glass uh, 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 Unbreakable sequel.
0: I'm not I'm not looking I'm staying away from this stuff because I still haven't watched uh what what the previous split movie. I, I haven't watched, watched it either. it's See, on a- I haven't watched split yet. I know there's the connection that's already been ruined for me. I don't mind it I'm not upset about it. I'm just saying I don't know the you know the connection I know there is a connection but I don't know what it is. I'm steering clear of any information about this Mr. Glass until I'm able to watch Split, because Unbreakable is, uh, yeah, it's number one on my M. Night Shyamalan movies, probably fairly easily, next to Sixth Sense, but I haven't watched Split, so therefore I'm staying away from Mr. Glass until I watch Split.
1: All right, I won't berate you for it.
0: Ah, Sean, local hall okay local hall it it, it, it's kind of a pitch it's kind of something i'm gonna try to do uh i don't have a time frame on it so stick with me i signed us us um you know it'll be me and you dude up for vipon now vipon used to be amazonreviewtrading.com now the it, tra- it changed to Vipon, V-I-P-O-N. And what it is, it is an affiliate program with Amazon of people that have smaller companies that want to get their products reviewed. The same as when me and you want to be reviewed on iTunes. And the more iTunes reviews we get, the better chance we have of making it to that, you know, illustrious iTunes front page. These products want to be you know on that scroll bar on amazon's front page so i signed up for it and put you know as a podcaster and i haven't filled out the full links yet so i'm not 100 percent in the program yet what i have been accepted to do is look through the products that i can get anywhere from like 70 to 90% off these products to do a physical review of them after 10 days of owning them. And uh, this week I signed up and I received uh, a new phone case for my Galaxy S8 Plus. It's uh, pretty friggin' cool. It's got like a little card holder in it, you know, so I can put uh, my uh, ID in that. And, you know, as long as I have my ID and I use Samsung Pay, For wherever I'm off to go, I I don't need to carry a wallet, you know. Um, I'm liking it so far. Uh, I will do a full review, and when I do, I'll, I'll let you know. But also this week, I signed up, and I got a small light box for taking more professional photos. And my plan was to do it with comic books. The only problem is, the light box I ordered... It was the only light box on this website where I could get it super cheap, and it's quite small and it is perfect for action figures, Funko Pops, stuff like that. So, I've been using my nice camera, my Sony, and trying to take more professional photos. So, my local hall has turned into me trying to be educational and actually learn about these things. That my camera can do, because, you know, I've had my camera for a while, but other than putting it in auto mode and snapping a button down, I, I haven't learned the full capabilities. So doing something like this is educational, and it lets me buy new gadgets really cheap. So that's all I got this week.
1: Okay. Well, I got a Transformer this week. <clears throat> what? Um, a trans? Really? I I did. Uh, Slugslinger. It's a uh, Titan's return figure. Uh, two it's it's a two cockpitted jet and it's pretty awesome. I mean, I never owned the toy the G1 toy and this mm-hmm. uh, they've gotten into the habit of where they're making modern figures of of the old toys is just what they're doing now. It's just blatant. This is what we're doing. We're making the old figures. We're making them better. We're putting modern transformer stuff on them. And I really love it. I absolutely love it. This is where we've always wanted Transformers to go. Um, is is you know remaking that stuff, re envisioning, and uh, such a good figure. It's 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 a remold, retool of uh, another figure, uh, Trigger Happy, that already okay. came out, and it's really great. And plus, there's a little hidden trick where you can. Uh, connect. There's also another one, misfire, and you could connect all three jets. Uh, it's a fan mode, but it, it's kind of funny to see. That's pretty um, cool, and, and and I really like it. That's um, awesome. But that's that's all I got this week. Uh, and I didn't get it just for the podcast. I we happen to be looking at. Well, I did get a new rug for the living room, by the
0: way, but that's more somebody else's (laughs) what we got this week than mine. I can't Um, wait for when local hall has, and this is spring cleaning time, went out and (laughs) bought some mops and dustpans and stuff. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Dude, jumping into Have You Seen It? I finally got to watch a movie. I, I wish you had seen it, too, man. Then we could totally have a blast with this. And I know it's been out a while, but it just recently got put on Netflix, and yesterday, Michelle and I watched The Hateful Eight. And? Dude, it's Quentin Tarantino, so you know it's amazing.
1: Oh, well, okay.
0: I mean, it's, I. you know me. I am a Quentin Tarantino fan... Boy, yeah, yeah, really? I, I could, I could say that. I, I've seen all of them. It's got you know all the the normal Quentin Tarantino. Uh, you do have your Michael Madsen. You do have Zoe Ball. Uh, you you do have now the more regular Samuel L. Jackson. But let me just say that the Steelers of this show, the ones that have just nailed it for me, was uh, Tim Roth was incredible obviously another uh, you know Quentin Tarantino favorite and Kurt Russell put in a performance that I would say is up there with Tombstone for me when, when it comes to Kurt Russell that this this is his number two now if if for me Tombstone is number one this is a solid 1b if not number two I I freaking love Kurt Russell. He did an amazing job in this movie. Um, Jennifer Jason Leigh is absolutely perfect in her character. I
1: heard she knocked it out of the park.
0: Dude, home run just went out and slugged it in the bottom of the ninth. Yes, she did an amazing job. Just if you get a chance, um, obviously, let, let me just tell you, this is Quentin Tarantino, people don't don't listen to this if you're not a Quentin Tarantino regular and think that you're going to be able to jump into this without language being extremely harsh with language being extremely offensive to people that are offensive to certain words there there's a lot of very graphic language in this movie so don't, don't listen to my have you seen it and be like, man, Sean's got some good ideas, and you watch it, and you're like, why did he have me listen to this, watch this movie with this horrible, filthy language? Because I understand there's R ratings, but there's Quentin Tarantino R ratings that go definitely in different directions than other movies. So if you're not familiar with Mr. Tarantino just just go in and make sure <clears throat> there are nothing but adults in the room when watching this film. <laughs> I cannot express that enough. I cannot express that enough. Great movie. Excellent movie. Watch it for sure. Just just know. <laughs> just know. Oh, you know. Oh, you know. I mean, let, let's just, you know, there there's Tarantino and it's old west uh this is this is just post civil war i believe era just no there's there's definitely some stuff in there that's dude i I don't have a don't see it this week i don't do you do you have anything that you just want anybody to never watch again nope i I just don't have one this week um that that may that may wrap us up today, dude. Oh yeah, what? yeah, we're done, we're out. What? Where, what? A, where can they find a, you, dude? Uh, on social media, you can find me at Maynard ninety eight on Twitter, Maynard ninety eight on Instagram, both of us on Twitter at Not So Southern G's.
1: You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search not you can search Not So Southern Gentlemen on Facebook. Uh, give our Sound SoundCloud page uh, a look. It's SoundCloud. Uh, slash uh, Ricky-Sean, and uh, come listen to our podcast there, and... It,
0: it really does help us keep up with analytics a little bear, better, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher are the three best for us keeping up with the analytics. Google Play, we, we are not even on the Google Play radar, so if you're listening on an Android... We don't even know you're listening unless you're using SoundCloud or Stitcher or some third-party app uh, for podcasts. I I am a Android user, and trust me, I know my listen doesn't count. So so I downloaded Stitcher, and when I listen, uh, I, I just click Go on Stitcher and listen on that usually, and then I'll, I'll listen again in my truck or sometime on, you know, Android, but... Thanks for listening. We we've had a a little increase lately, and we appreciate it. Thank you very much. For not so southern gentlemen, I'm Sean. I'm Y'all have a good one.